to Life Conversations, where we explore what it means to live fully in marriage, in motherhood, and in meaningful work. Hello, and welcome back to Life Conversations. We are so excited for our interview today. We have with us Kaylee Hunter and Desiree Webb, also known as Rhythm and Soul. Um, Kaylee and Des are two of, honestly, my favorite people. I'll have to kind of rein in my intro here because I have so many wonderful things I could say about them. Um, Kaylee and Des have taught both of our daughters Mm -hmm. in dance. Both Summer and Ava have had the sincere honor of working with these two. Um, We have a history also working with Kaylee. She was the studio director for our fitness studio at BackFit, and we worked on some really cool projects together, some wellness workshops and programs that um, just really added value to our community, and we loved Kaylee's leadership in those programs. Uh, Desiree helped fulfill a dream of mine (laughs) for my 40th birthday. I had this crazy dream to create a music video, and Des (laughs) totally embraced my wild idea, and it was such a fun ride. And you're just two people that, honestly, I love being around. You both have such a beautiful energy. You put your heart and soul into everything you do. You're just both filled with such joy and passion. So thank you for being you. It's just a gift to the people that know you. And we're so excited you're here. Yeah. Thank That's you. So nice. oh That's my the nicest <laughs> Can you just wake me up every day like that? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I wanted to take a bow or something. Like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my All god. True. All true. Wow. Okay, well, I'm going to have this. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to, I'm going to play it every morning. <laughs> Awake. So, RNS is the creation of Kaylee Hunter, who's the rhythm, and Desiree Webb, who is the soul. It, uh, it is located in the unceded territory of the Lukwagen people. RNS was founded in 2016 with one goal, to bring movement, self-worth, and joy to the community. Our vision is to inspire, educate people of all ages, shapes, and abilities to gain self-confidence and self-worth through movement, creativity, and dance. They strive to create an environment that is free of judgment, is inclusive and passion-fueled, and as a result, creates confident, positive, and passionate dancers, performing, performers, and people. Well, I can honestly say, I feel that is so the both of you. Mm-hmm. You're both just such, yeah, just seeing that in my own daughter. Absolutely. You've created such a confidence and yeah. So. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, let's dive in. Share a bit yeah. more of your story with us, with our listeners, who you are and the journey of how RNS came to be in the world. All right. So um, Desiree and I grew up dancing together at about age nine. We started doing multiple classes together. And then after graduation, we kind of went our own ways. And when I returned back to Canada and Des was teaching at a local studio and I was teaching alongside her and it was like 2011 mm-hmm. and we were just teaching and kind of looking for classes to take but there weren't any adult classes that we could really drop into because we were both so busy and so we booked tickets to a teacher summit in Los Angeles and so we went there for the weekend and we took loads of different classes and one night we were like let's go get pizza. And we took this selfie, our first selfie ever, um, in the elevator and went for pizza and wine. And we were like, we should just 
offer the thing that we've been looking for, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. drop-in dance and like a way for people who are still dancers or who are new to dance or who have lost dance to be able to come and take it again. And so we came back to Canada and it took about a year for us to kind of figure out what that looked like. Um, and we knew that we wanted to be in a space where there was community. So there were already other business owners that were doing something similar that had similar values and goals. And so we found McTavish Academy of Art was opening Mm. and the two owners there, Sean and Luke, we chatted to them a lot about what their values were and what they wanted in that space. And it felt really like the right space for us for our first attempt. Um, And so they housed us for three years. Three years, yeah. Yeah. And then um, we decided to move into Victoria. And same thing, we were looking for a communal space. And so we found a gym on Quadra that had different owners. There was a kinesiologist, um, a person teaching martial arts, um, a personal trainer, CrossFit bar, and then a squash. And we were like, this is great. Now we have like a community and we're in this space of all these different creatives, which really paid off during COVID because Mm -hmm. we had all these other people to lean on and be like, what are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) How do we get through Mm -hmm. this? Yeah, exactly. And so we kind of built... RNS on these three pillars of education, inspiration, and dance. And then through that found our kind of three sub pillars of sweat, strength, and sweat, and how we could incorporate those six elements into every offering that we did through the lens of always providing joy. So if something, every time that we create or offer something, we think like, how do we want people to feel? And the ultimate goal is for them to find self-worth and feel joyful. And so if it doesn't like filter through there, then we just chuck it out. Yeah. (laughs) We toss it. Toss it and start again. Um, So it it was a very like organic process how it, how it started. And we've kind of just gone with the river as it's kind of redirected us Mm -hmm. many, many Mm -hmm. times. (laughs) Yeah. So what has that been like for the two of you to combine business and friendship. Obviously, you have this strong history together, mm-hmm. this strong foundation of friendship, and you've built this amazing business on that foundation. But how do you find that you draw on each other's strengths, and how do you handle conflict when it comes up? Um, so, like, yeah, like, we, we've been friends for so long, and then, you know, working together, we've never actually have ever had a conflict like we if we do really yeah no like we still we, cry we, we have yeah so, yeah, yeah so like we are non-negotiable we, we like i'm thinking back we've never actually had a conflict we we usually allow one person to have their feelings so like if they're if both of us are in it we can't because we're not thinking straight so mm-hmm. we allow okay. one person to have their moment and then we work through it and then you know and then it's you know my turn or your turn <laughs> yeah. so it's never the two of us in the hole together where there's always one up there and there's usually one down there so um that that's like our biggest thing is we always make sure like okay Kaylee's on it today I'll be on it tomorrow or like (laughs) I'll be on it next week so that's like our biggest thing but we've never really had any conflict we we are very like um we wait it out. We we talk about it. We like we we like it's like an onion, right? We peel the layers mm-hmm. down. We figure out like what you know is our our purpose, our mission. You know, we always have to st- we always we stare away a little bit and we come back. So and you know, <laughs> there's always something, right? So yeah, we always just make sure like we are 
on the same path on the right course and just what is our our mission and our statement and what's our purpose of the business so there's not really much conflict conflict so it's more just like yeah just little little things but yeah Mm-hmm. Do you think that's why? Like, do you think that's because you guys have known each other for so long that you've you know each other's, you know, strengths and weaknesses and all that so well that you're just like, I know if Des is not good today, mm-hmm. like I, I'm not gonna like poke the bear or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or like, why do you think like that's that's a strength in its mm-hmm. own that you already understand each other's? Yeah, I think um, yeah we know each other's strengths and weaknesses, mm-hmm. so it it allows us to communicate better. Mm -hmm. We also know how each other communicate. Mm -hmm. And then we also have separate domains. So Mm -hmm. that also really helps. Like we check in on each other. Like, Hey, did you, did you already do this? And like, Hey, I'm waiting for this. Did someone already send this in? Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it's, it is separate. And we also really try and figure out like how our faculty respond. Some of them need a lot of communication or, like really thrive in that type of environment of like Mm. conversation, which is Des. Mm. And then some of them just want to know what they're doing and then don't talk to them. And that's me. (laughs) 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 And so like, and that's how I communicate. So there have been times where like, there's been uh, like a miscommunication. And then I've had to say like, Hey, like this is how I said it, or this is the text or email. Like, what do you think? And then Des will be like, yeah, that's like pretty direct, you know, like throw in an emoji or something. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm just, I like I have a more, yeah. put a smiley face yeah. in um, Because I do have like a more masculine approach to communication. Mm-hmm. It's like, it is more direct and it, it's not full of um, like hugs. And so for some of the people that we communicate with, that really works. Whether that be like community partners or students or other faculty. And for others, it does not work at all. Um, and so that's when then Des will take that on. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, I think because we have our separate domains, we know each other's strengths, it then allows us to like filter any conflict mm-hmm. through those mm-hmm. values as well. And we're just lucky, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It really <laughs> is a beautiful relationship that yeah. the two yeah. of you have. There's mm-hmm. such a synergy there. Well, even watching you on stage, like you've posted some videos of the two of you dancing <laughs> yeah. and it's yeah. just, you can see there's, mm-hmm. right? Like. That's an art in its own, but mm-hmm. the fact that you two can go on stage and be your own separate mm-hmm. dancers in your own set, like tap and hip hop, mm-hmm. but still bring that together in such a beautiful way. It's, yeah, it's yeah. very cool. I think the way that you both show up completely as mm-hmm. your authentic selves, mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. know who you are, you own that and you show up that way. It's just, it's such a gift to the young people that you work with because it's, mm-hmm as they're in that phase of life struggling to mm-hmm. figure out who they are, it's like giving permission to people to say like, hey, just show up as you are, be yourself. It's okay if you're different than the person next to you. It's okay if you bring something different than your best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be unique, be you. And that's the thing, Kayla and I are so different. We're so different, but we share the same values and we share the same, um, you know, like, the, like we share the same ideas and everything like that, but we're just, we're so, we're different people, you know, mm-hmm. which is really nice. Which works yeah. too, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And given the world of dance now versus the world of dance, when you two were kind of coming into the dance world and, and kind of like making it your own, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
where do you see like the struggles that you had versus the struggles that you see the girls have now or the, or the dancers now, cause mm-hmm. they can be both male or female. Mm-hmm. Um, like what, what do you see the differences are? Or do you, or are there any differences? Are you seeing that it's kind of the same struggles? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's still some underlying struggles that I think are going to take a long time to like break out of that system, which are like the eating behaviors that are quite negative um not understanding like how to fuel yourself um overwork of like muscular skeletal joints like that that specialization at a super young age and how that contributes to injury and then on the flip side there's obviously like now there's social media (laughs) um which yeah for us like we didn't have that Mm -hmm. and I'm very grateful in many ways that I didn't have that. Um, but then there's also way more opportunity now for dancers of all gender expressions, all sizes, all races, Mm -hmm. like all identities to be shown to the world. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not being controlled by like a corporation or a mass media production. It really is just like authentic people being like, this is what I'm doing. Um, so that's like a really great blessing, but then it comes with that comparison or that kind of trick mentality that we we see a lot of dancers really wanting to know the trick but not really understanding that there's like so much foundation that comes before Mm -hmm. that right um or kind of wanting an outcome without the process Mm -hmm. and not really necessary not not everyone but for for the majority not really understanding like the history of that dance and culture or that lineage or even really engaging in that conversation anymore it's it's very much directed at like how we can build in all these tricks into their repertoire that maybe aren't really serving them in terms of the art as a whole Mm -hmm. so i think they have different issues potentially Mm -hmm. more things to work through (laughs) yeah kaylee we've heard you share in the past like the story of your own struggle Mm -hmm. um with body image through dance. Can you share a bit about that story and how you came to the place that you are now with it? And how has that really informed the philosophy that you've brought to RNS? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So for me, I was always like a very, I am a very competitive person. (laughs) 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 Rephrase that. Yes. Like even if I'm in my car driving and someone pulls up beside me, I'm like, oh I am having a concert that's like, my you. concert is selling out in my car. For <laughs> <laughs> so uh, good. But yeah, so I grew up in a very competitive mindset and never really struggled with um, eating or fueling or anything like that. Um, and then when I moved out on my own and I moved away to another country and had to like grocery shop for the first time and like all of these things and cook for myself and audition in comparison to these hundreds of people like coming from such a small community where if I was auditioning for something there was like 20 people Mm -hmm. and then my first huge audition was like in London and it was this massive building and there were hundreds I think my number was like 300 and something wow and it was like hours long and they didn't know your name or care about you like you were just pointed out and you went through the ringer and yeah so I landed this job and they had a weight restriction and I was like this just doesn't I'm so hungry like this just doesn't make sense I can't like keep feeling this way like is this really worth it 
And then that kind of pushed me into fitness and strength training um, and yoga. So I started doing yoga because there were no mirrors. So then I could just move and I didn't have to like look in the mirror, Mm -hmm. which was really helpful. And then strength training, obviously that helped me figure out how to feel my body. And so then that led me into teaching and in speaking with Desiree about like how we wanted to move RNS through that kind of philosophy, there was a lot of conversation about like the outlet that dance can be, not mm-hmm. just um, in my case, but then in Desiree's case of like with going through like healing through movement in terms of moving through emotion. And so we were like, okay, how do we like coordinate those things? And so we when we've had like summer camps for kids, like we bring in nutritionists and we have those conversations, um, with our adults, we rarely ever like ask anyone to do a solo if they don't want to, like if they want to like get up and rock it, like, cool, go for it. Um, but everyone is very much in like a cheering atmosphere and yeah, we had one person one time say to us like, this is the only ballet class I've ever been to where people were screaming. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, oh yeah! yeah. We were like, always oh, we <laughs> oh, yeah. come to that. <laughs> so like, we want to cultivate that energy of that like people are being celebrated, mm. um, and then it's also, I think, two things. Number one, like how we do our social media or our marketing, we don't really edit anything. Like, yeah, we'll trim a video because you don't need to see us try and set up a camera. Um, it's terrible, but like, <laughs> we're not. You know, we don't have to like put on a million filters or put an intro to it or we're just like this is what happened today yeah. and it's just like an authentic expression of what happened and I think it's like those subtle messages that allow people to be like oh I don't need to be perfect like when I'm taking this video from the floor and it's like five chins that's okay because mm-hmm. somebody else just posted that too yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and then in terms of the eating stuff like for me when I'm teaching what I try and do is bring in like the subtle messaging. So I always have like a smoothie, usually a soup, um, every time I'm teaching. So even if I don't eat it, it just sits on the stereo right next to the music so that any kid who like looks in that direction sees that I'm eating. So they understand that like, oh, this teacher who's teaching these five classes in a row Mm -hmm. is fueling themselves. Because I think that's a huge thing of like, you don't even have to have the conversation. Mm -hmm. It's just like, Allowing it to just be part of their messaging yeah. that like, yeah, oh yeah, so that, yeah, that mm-hmm. we're having water breaks and that like if you're running from a class to another class, I'd rather you eat that granola bar and be late mm-hmm. and then like come after that, you know? So I think it's in those moments that we can like redirect that conversation a little bit. And then even with Des, like you can probably speak to that emotion part, but whenever we're doing a dance, Desiree is always like, and then if you don't want to do any of this choreography, just like, Stand do there. whatever. Yeah. It's your journey. And like, oh my goodness. And everyone's like, what? And then the music comes on, they all just like literally do whatever they want. And, yeah. it's, and they're like grown women and men and people and li- little kids, big kids, like whatever. Um, and that's really nice too, because then you're kind of letting those people know, like yeah, we're mission. not going to look the same. No. That's the whole point. Yeah, I want to dig into that a little bit because Des, you choreographed uh, solo for Mm -hmm. my daughter Summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I literally could not watch that dance without crying. (laughs) (laughs) There's obviously so much emphasis Mm -hmm. on dance technique. Yeah, right. And I think even more so. Like I grew up dancing, and I see even more the way that 
dancers are pushing their technique and their tricks and their stuff being done on stage that I've never seen done on stage before. Mm -hmm. So there's a huge emphasis on that, the technical part of dance. Yes. But I feel like you have this gift, Mm -hmm. this way of like bringing out a level of Mm self-expression in your dancers that is truly amazing. Like when I watched Summer perform the dance that you worked with her on, it was like she was showing the world like this is who I am. She was able to really bring what was on her inside out onto the stage. So like, how do you do that? How do you tap into (laughs) that? What do you do? Uh, Wow. Um, Help all of us. Yeah. Jeez. (laughs) Well, I just, uh, yeah, I, I was talking to Kaylee about it and I, I'm very particular of like what I do when it comes to certain styles and even just like with hip hop too, like I'm very like, I really like to listen to lyrics. I'm a, I'm, I'm the type that like listens to a song for 20 seconds. If it doesn't do anything to me, I it's gone. I don't know what it is. It's a very a quick thing that I do. And I, I so for me, um, yeah, wow. Um, I think I have a lot of emotions because I, I never really dealt with a lot of sh- shit in my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, when it came to dance, I just, that was my safe place. Mm-hmm. So I think it started when I was younger, you know, my mom had breast cancer, my parents got divorced. Um, so it was just a lot for me. So I think that was just more my safe place. So I think that's how I really started to figure out like my emotions. Like I never really saw a counselor. So I just kind of just, you know, hit it on the dance floor. That's what, that was my jam. Um, and that's when everyone kind of, you know, if you haven't heard, but you know, when I used to do my solos, I wouldn't do the actual choreography. <laughs> I would do my own. Yeah. Yeah. Her mom would pay, pay all, all this money. money. And then she'd go up on stage and everyone would be like, is she making that? <laughs> I love that. Every I time. I did not know no, that, but that's so you. Yeah. Yeah. That's so I would, yeah. I would like, oh my gosh. I know. I do that all the time. And like, no one would say anything, but like, it was just like, I what I was feeling at that moment, I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. So yeah, it was interesting. So that kind of just carried on. And then I started teaching and, um, I never really got to do contemporary that much because my, my jam was hip hop. So once I started getting older and like started teaching older kids, I really wanted to get into the contemporary world because I just felt like I needed to like help and like share and heal and that kind of thing. So I did my mother's journey and, um, gorgeous. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to do my mother's journey and I just thought, you know, it's time for me to heal because I never really was around for my mother when she had breast cancer. So I thought, you know, I really could hear what she had to say because I had no idea. And I would love to do this on a piece with my grads that they're graduating that year. So I thought, you know, that would be a really, inspiring thing for myself and I and and it actually healed a lot for me because I was like I could feel it I had a lot of um just a lot of resentment and um guilt and everything so I had to feel I just had to feel like I had to do this for myself and and it healed my mom and my my, myself my mom's and I'm mine relationship really well because she was I think a little upset you know, mm-hmm. like she was confused because I wasn't around. So, so yeah. that happened. And then I just kind of carried on. Like everything that I do is very intentional. Um, I was just saying, Kaylee, the past songs that I've done through RNS, I haven't even realized that the, the songs were actually meaning for me. Like there's mm-hmm. stuff that came up for me, which is so interesting because I, 
you know, I did one with, called Changes, and it's, like, talking about kids. And then someone actually called me out in the yeah. dance class. And an adult student was like, um, um, is this about you? Yeah. Like, 100%. 100%. And Des is like, oh, my God. And then I'm listening to it, and I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah, it is about me. And then, you know, that adult was like, I'm feeling the same way. So, like, it was great because that kind of, like, transpired. And she, that person felt like she was, like, really feeling it as well. And then I just did another piece. And, um... Kaylee got me inspired because Kaylee watches um, um, America's, Got America's Got Talent. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if, like, if any child is ever talented, oh, I just my gosh. And like, so yeah. Kaylee's been using like some of the songs on there and they're amazing. She just used them um, like Ladybird. Uh, yeah, Nightbird. Nightbird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. And like, so I was like, you know, I'm going to just try out and see if there's anything. So I found one and it was just like, it was just, it was all about yourself. Like you're really healing about yourself and I did it uh, two weeks ago, and um, yeah, it was incredible. Like the class, I'm about feelings, and the class, I don't think that realized how intense it was going to be because sometimes you don't even understand how much stuff gets brought up while you're actually mm-hmm. dancing. Mm-hmm. And um, I just told him like, "This is your safe space, and you guys can do whatever you want. You can stand there, like what I said, <laughs> or you guys can do the song, or." Yeah, it was just like a really cool experience that um, I had with them. And I was said to them, like, this is for me. <laughs> this song is for me. I'm, I'm really, I'm in it right now. So I just need to like, I need to do this for myself. And then everyone's like, everyone clicked and they're like, huh. And then it's like, it wasn't all about me. It was about everyone else. So it was really cool to see everyone like be in that and dance it out and um, yeah it was really cool so everything that I do is very intentional um because you know I'm in it I'm I'm a mom (laughs) I have only so many hours of the day for myself so I really want to make sure like I'm giving what I need and feeding my soul and just like that kind of stuff so yeah that's why everything is just so that's why you're the soul yeah yeah Yeah. rhythm and soul (laughs) but also in like it's like therapy. Yes. While yeah. you're also yeah. getting to enjoy this totally musical. You're just working through it, right? Yeah. yeah. So I Well, and it's I true love. that so much of our experience and emotion gets stored mm-hmm. physically mm-hmm. in our body. So to be able to actually mm-hmm. move through that is so healing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do the kids, especially like that piece that you did with healing your mm. journey with your yes. mom? How old were the the they were they were graduating so that was grade 12 so what did they be like 17? 17 so like that was really intense for them I remember I I remember being like how am I supposed to show up for them when I'm trying to show up for myself yeah. and like I had Kaylee beside me the whole time it was fantastic she was there with me like because it was it was company so she was right after me or before me so yeah it was a really weird it was it was not weird but it was just tricky to be like I'm gonna put this piece on you you might be going through the same thing right now where you have, um, it ha- maybe it hasn't, you know, got nothing, nothing's gotten brought up for you guys, but now it might, you know, that kind of thing. So it was like really tricky to figure out the balance of like how to show up and heal myself and try to heal everyone else that's there. But like, I know that's not my responsibility, but yeah, it was, um, it was, it was challenging all around, but I feel like it was, it was meant to be, it had to be, it, it was, it was a perfect healing process for me. And I think for a lot of people and like a parent, uh, the, the kids, parents, you know, we're, we're in it too. We're all, we were all in it. So they, it was, everyone knew kind of the whole yeah, story. Yeah. And, 
and they're going through things and it's just like it was yeah it was very hopefully it was a healing experience mm-hmm. I I for sure felt that but um yeah I think it was I think what I appreciate about you both just hearing now like both of how you both approach things mm. is like impact is such a mm. massive thing whether it be like having just food sitting on you know mm. the speaker to create that like sub or subtle impact mm. versus or to the point of like creating emotion mm. and healing and that's impact yeah like that mm-hmm. that is just yeah it I love that. Yeah, just like I, I, I just I feel like I have a very difficult time articulating my emotions through like speaking. Mm-hmm. So like when it comes to dance, it was just easier for me to just show them like I'm pissed off, <laughs> I'm mad, or I'm sad, or like you know those things. So so do you do, is it Dave? Is that your husband's name? No, Ben. Ben. Yeah. Do you do that with like if you're pissed off with Ben? Do you like start? Like, oh my god. <laughs> no. Just start pumping. No. Like no. Actually, but I actually like, that's a great idea. idea. That's a great idea. I never really thought like, to yeah. do it like that. Actually. Yeah, you nice hot kick. Do you know what I'm feeling right now? <laughs> I like that. That is good. I like that. Yeah. Oh, that's no good. I love it. So, <clears throat> um, knowing that we have a 13 and a 15 year old mm-hmm. daughter, maybe if you girls could go back in time, what would you tell your 13 or 15 year old self? Ah, oh, hmm. Number one. You will get boobs, and it'll just happen. <laughs> it'll be fine. Don't stress so much. Thank you for that. I honesty. love that. <laughs> that was a really big stress for me. Um, I think it's, this is what is very comforting to me. It's not necessarily comforting for everyone, so I get that. But that, like, you are so insignificant. There's this whole other world of people around you, like, besides your small bubble. But in your insignificance, you can be very meaningful and impactful. Mm. So being able to, like, balance those two things of, like, not inflating your ego that, like, you're the most important person in the world, understanding that there's so many other things at play, but then also juggling that with, like, what you do matters and what you say matters and how you show up matters. And it's like this ripple effect that makes you significant. You know? Nice. Wow. Yeah, that is and well boobs. said. And well boobs. said. <laughs> Mic drop. And boobs, do you want some? <laughs> Give us some. Could use a pair. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, what would I tell myself? I feel like I just... I, but I'd tell myself to like just believe in myself because I do remember many moons ago saying that I would love to do what I'm doing right now. And mm-hmm. it's so crazy to see like we are actually doing You're it. You're doing it. Yeah. 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 And like to see like, oh, you can't do that. It's going to be so many obstacles, money and, you know, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden we're sitting here talking to you guys. So like mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's pretty cool to, to, to say like. Yeah, just trust the process, you know, mm-hmm. trust yourself, trust your gut instinct, trust what you need to do. You're on this earth for a reason, you know, so, and I feel like my reason and your reason is to be what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think just trust, trust what you want to put out in the universe. So, Love it. yeah, Love it. well said, yeah. 
Let's, can we dive in a little bit to relationships? Yeah, yeah. you are both strong, passionate, driven women. <laughs> Loud. Yeah. We love it all. Love it. Love that about both of you. Tell us about how the dynamic is in marriage for you and how do your partners support this dream of yours? Um, yeah, so my husband's pretty great like he's he knows that I need to like have that minute to myself and he sees like how much this brings me joy so it's been really really nice like I actually had a conversation about it like I'm just like really thankful that he you know is so supportive of me just like you know leaving two hours you know a couple nights a week or you know I'm having me with Kaylee on the phone like those things so it's just really nice to have that support because you know sometimes you know they could get annoyed or, you know, frustrated that you're not there a hundred percent. So yeah, no, he's been super supportive and he's, yeah, he's always like, if you want to do this, you can do this and we'll figure it out. And so yeah, he's been really good. He's been really good. But I think that's all he knows because that's how we, you know, we started dating and then yes. I was teaching. So, you know, he doesn't know any bet different. So like, but he's been super, super honest with me and we've had lots of talks and yeah, he's just been really supportive the yeah. whole way, which is so nice. Because yeah. you have two young two boys. boys. Yes. Life is very full yes. and sometimes chaotic. <laughs> yeah, sure. Very chaotic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's But just... this is where you get your joy, mm -hmm. right? That fuels yeah. you, which in turn makes you... Yeah, a better mother, a better 100%. wife, just a better human when yeah. you are, are fueling yourself that yeah. way. Just yeah. even an hour a day, like that's all mm -hmm. I need, you know, talk to somebody, you know, be a human. <laughs> I'm not talking to the kids, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, just be your own, find your, find your own identity, you know? So yeah. yeah, it's been, it's been good. It's been really, it's been good. The well, most and to hold yeah. on to that identity because yes. that's who Desiree was before Ben, and 100%. before Ollie yeah. and Finn, right? Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I love my identity of now. Course. It's just that sometimes it's just nice to like go to the grocery store, yeah. <laughs> not with the kids, you know, <laughs> um, go shopping without the kids, you know, those little things or like, you know, go to the, my dance class and just take a class. And so, yeah, it's just been, it's been, it's been great. Awesome. I can't complain. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Kaylee, how about for you and Andrew? How's the dynamic with your dedication and commitment? Because you are always so busy like you are working in so many different places giving of yourself in so many different ways in the community yeah. like and you don't do lot, things right halfway fast no or halfway no, no. you're you're I'm yeah. very full as far as i know you're you all in with everything yes um yeah andrew is super supportive we've been together for almost 17 years which is half of my life um, so obviously from me being 17 to like mid thirties, I've changed a lot and he's mm -hmm. changed a lot and we've just been lucky that that's been like side by side. Um, but we kind of have like three very distinct like values. So like our first is that we both just like deeply respect one another. So I know that if he's coming to me with like a concern or a question or an idea that he's already thought it through and like, I... I answer it with the same respect of like understanding how much time he's already put through with that decision or vice versa. Um, the second thing I think would be that we, which doesn't work for everyone, but for us, like we don't believe that we are a unity, like one 
soul or like that we were destined for one another or like like you complete each other yeah yeah yeah. we very much are like we're just like two people walking together Mm -hmm. and like that we're lucky that that path is the same path but we can go and like do our own thing and come back and still be on a united front Mm -hmm. and yeah when we we didn't get married we had like a non-wedding and we got bird tattoos of like how birds leave a nest and like come back to their mm-hmm. home mm-hmm. and how we can just live as two people, but still have like a similar path. So that really works. And then the third one is like our, our motto is expect to die and then be surprised when you wake up alive. Oh. So like every single wow. day when you wake up, you're like, Oh my God, what am I going to do today? We're alive. I can fit so many things into oh today. God. That is like Haley to a T, right? Exactly how she's yeah. driving around. Yeah, you, you, need a, you need that on your body. What yeah, do you happening. do? What is, you need, I've never heard that. That yeah. is amazing. Well, yeah, because like then it. when you wake up, you're like, oh my God, what a miracle. Well, that really is how you show up <laughs> yeah. in the world. It's yeah. so true. It really is how you but show up. But I have never heard I've you say that. that yeah. Way. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so then it's like, if something, like when we watch a movie, like a simple example, if we put a movie on and in the first two minutes, we're like, this sucks. We're like, we are going to die. We don't have time to watch this bad movie. Like, just change the movie, you know? And same thing if we're like unhappy in a house that we're living in or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, it's, it's easier to be like, it's so short. Like, your life mm. is so short. And we say that all the time as people and we move through things because of like ego or we feel like we have to or we have to put in our time or whatever it is that like we're reciting that mantra to ourselves but really it's like gone in a second yeah. mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. if you wake up every morning and you're like whew made it what are we gonna do today then I mean some days I just sleep sometimes I'm tired <laughs> but like most of the time I'm like what can I fit in let's do it well that really oh is gosh. embracing Amazing. each day as a gift mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm living like as fully as you pot like Kaylee. That totally encompasses everything <laughs> that I've ever met. Like from the moment I met you to now, I'm like, that is Kaylee. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're like a little, you're like little Kaylee waking up every morning. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, I'm so excited to I'm be here. alive. <laughs> that is like, wow. I, yeah, we we all could take a little piece. Thank from you that for book. sharing that. Mm-hmm. 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 Someone so. wiser probably said it, and I just recycled it. But you're living it. It's there. You really have embodied it. You really have embodied it. Yeah. So, kind of on the term of meaningful and impactful, and you know, living fully as much as you possibly can. How does teaching dance and operating RNS create the experience of meaningful work for both of you? Hmm. It's a Beyonce quote for me. So Beyonce quote. Yeah, okay, Sorry, let's I, hear like, it. I didn't hear what she said. There's a lot of really amazingly wise people who give quotes, and I think Beyonce is one. And her quote is um, from this song that's called um, I Was Here. Yeah. And it says, I want to leave my footprints on the sands of time. And I feel like that's such a good mm-hmm. quote of like, yeah, because it, Time goes by so fast that then you can imagine the Mm -hmm. cylinder, right? And you're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, like, how am I going to walk through and, like, make that significant or that impact? Um, And for meaningful work, I think it's, like, for us, creating a space that people can come and move Mm 
and feel maybe for the first time that day, maybe for the first time that week, that month, that year, like feel who they actually are Mm -hmm. because you can't concentrate on anything else Mm -hmm. when you're dancing. You're not like thinking of your to-do list or like your mind isn't wandering into all these different things. You can really just like be in something and in some cases that might be like taking on a character Mm. and then finding a part of you in that character or it might be like stripping away your own mask of like Mm. what you're projecting out there Mm -hmm. and so if we're able to create a space where people can like authentically see that then maybe they can show up in the world in that way and then it's like that ripple effect right Mm. of like that one impact or that one conversation or that one time you're like oh my gosh I love your new haircut and that person's like oh well no one else has noticed my haircut yet you know and then they're like oh cool like that person cares and then they like buy that coffee shop coffee for the person behind them in line and it's like mm-hmm. that ripple um so we yeah i think we like come from that lens of like the smallest thing can make like a huge difference okay. yeah for somebody yeah mm-hmm. and des what would you say your journey through dance and through starting rns what are the biggest things you think you have learned about yourself through that journey oh um probably giving up control i think Mm. the control is a big one for both of us um and (laughs) yeah uh just because we're planners we are the biggest planners you've ever met in our lives like if we want to do something we're going to contact you a year minutes people are like whoa like calm down like no we need to know we need a price like we are like we are planners so uh, and that's how you know yeah. so um I think just giving that not giving up the control but just like it's just letting it, everything fall into place is like a big one I think for me um yeah I think control would be like a big one so leaning mm-hmm. into really trusting yeah the process so trusting the process mm-hmm. which going back talking about myself 13 when I was 13 years ago mm-hmm. like really like so I'm still struggling with that, obviously, <laughs> but just like looking at it from now to then and then trying to like give up that control and, and just leaning in and making sure like just, yeah, making sure everything's like tickety boo. And I think that's the hardest part for me. And Kaylee's the same way. I think it's just like the control. We like to know what's going on and we like to make sure everything's on time and mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, control, big one. It is a big one. Ooh, that's like a whole podcast. On oh yeah. Own. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. We have two questions left for you. Um, Kaylee, what, who is one person you would like to have a life conversation with and why? Hmm. So many people. I think, hmm, I have so many answers. (laughs) (laughs) You can give more than one. I have to narrow it down. I think probably my Nana. Mm. I mean, I had a lot of conversations with her. (laughs) Um, 
But it's kind of like when somebody's gone that you find out all these other things about their like life mm-hmm. that you didn't know before. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, what? We kind of talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, I think her. I have a lot of questions, I think, that she was very bold and adventurous and like really just like went for things and sounds and she had really good advice like she brought things down to like a really simple science almost mm. um I remember when I was like trying to decide where I should move to when I was like 17 I was like I'm gonna go on a one-way ticket and she was like the curse of your life is choice and I was like oh man so what should I do? <laughs> the eight ball. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so she really, like, inspired me just to, like, make a decision and just, like, go with that. Like, you don't know yeah. the alternative decisions yeah. because you're not living those. No. And those don't okay. matter anymore. I've never you heard know? it said that way, but wow, that's profound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she probably has more to say. That'd be nice. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she's got, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that would be an interesting... Good conversation. So, Des, what are a few simple things in life that bring you joy? Oh, family, for sure. And dance, for sure. That yes. would be like my biggest one. Um, just surrounding people that uh, lift you up and just mm-hmm. all, they're all on the same team and we're all a community. And I feel like that would be like my biggest thing is like, dance is obviously my number one um just because i can spread it and i can give i can give it to myself and um yeah create create joy you can do everything you know mm-hmm. so for sure dance would be the one thing and my family and uh yeah yeah awesome nice well we have <sighs> totally loved having this conversation yes. with you both you ladies are just so amazing you thanks are. for having us you are you i feel so grateful that our daughters Mm -hmm. have the opportunity to work with you both and be influenced by your outlook and perspective on life and just feel your awesome positive energy and vibes and yeah you both really embody joy and we're so grateful for you it's a blessing to know you both thank you back at you yes and we will um share on our socials where you can find out more about Mm. Des and Kaylee and Rhythm and Soul. Um, Maybe we'll share a couple of their really funny videos. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, thank you so much for listening and we'll be back soon.